Hi guys, it's Riley, and you're listening to Fanduverse. What's up guys? Welcome to episode 11, Follow Your Dreams. This summer I've been watching a ton of Shark Tank lately and I've decided I wanted to do an episode all on entrepreneurs and highlighting how they have built successful businesses for themselves as well as following their passions. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope it inspires you to get motivated, to get active and do what you love rather than what other people expect you to. This is episode 11, Follow Your Dreams and thank you all for pressing play. Let's get started. Wow, those are some really good answers. I'm really excited to put this whole thing together. It's going to be pretty awesome. Hopefully I'm inspiring. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, so like what I do with like episodes is I will put something like funny at the front before we even like start the podcast. I think that might be it. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you currently do. I'm Lainey Hitt. Um, I am almost done with cosmetology school. I have been doing hair since August now. I have a candle company on the side that I do just to make a little extra money here and there. Um, I make my candles out of tea, which I don't know anyone else who does that, so I think it's kind of cool. In the wintertime, I make uh, blankets. I also do um, event cakes when people want them. And pretty much any type of cooking you can think of. Uh, I just keep busy. I'm always up to something else. That is so interesting. I've never heard of candles like made out of tea. Right? I don't even know how I came up with it. I was just like, hmm, I like the smell of my herbal teas. I wonder how they would smell in a candle. And turns out they, they smell great. So That is so cool. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, yeah, when I saw like you made that Instagram for your candle like company I was like oh okay that's cool and then like you made like these really like big candles and it was like so defined and I was like oh okay (laughs) I mean those candles it looks really really cool I like it a lot thank you so what made you want to go into cosmetology and pursue your other interests so this one's actually kind of funny considering I was a valedictorian in high school um a lot of people (laughs) always just assume you're gonna go to college and do all these big things and I I didn't want that I knew I wanted to go to like a tech school so that I could be working within like two years while everyone else is still in college I just I never wanted to go through the college process so I knew for a fact I was either going to go to cosmetology school or culinary school because I I love cooking and Mm -hmm. ultimately at the end of the day I ended up choosing um cosmetology because um we were kind of still in that COVID period and I wasn't about to be in a kitchen with a mask on. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I ultimately like cosmetology made the most sense for me because I can make my own schedule. I make my own pay. Um, You know, like if I have something going on, I can schedule around that. I don't have to worry about asking off for work and then not getting it, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's so flexible. And I'm one of those people, I like to do something different every single day. So being able to do something different every single day is like an important thing for me. And with hair, I I get that because no two people's hair is the same. No person, Mm. no two people want the exact same thing. Like everyone always wants something a little bit different. And I love that challenge. 
And I, I ultimately, I just like seeing people have a smile on their face. Like that's really what brings me the most joy the other day is just letting people love their hair. That's awesome. I feel like, yeah, cosmetology is really interesting. And it's so funny because like, literally half of my family are all cosmetologists <laughs> I and, know. I'm like, uh, <laughs> and I don't know why I've never really had like the urge to go into cosmetology or anything but it is very interesting um I don't know if I could do it I'd like I got my bangs cut not too long ago and I didn't like them so I tried to cut them and I was like oh god what did I do oh, and god. then like <laughs> And then I like just kind of like went with it and now I just style it a different way so it looks fine. But yeah, definitely. Uh, you would not yeah. believe how many people I have come in trying to fix their bangs because they cut them at home. Oh no. <laughs> so for people listening, do not cut your own bangs. Yeah, it's really not a good idea. <laughs> um, but that is like that is awesome. That's really cool that you went into that. And college really isn't for everybody, but it's right. really cool that you've found something that you love to do without college because I feel like college is a way for people like people end up just going and then they're like you know spend a whole bunch of money like one year and then they're like yeah it's not for me so it's good that you found that before I'm glad I knew that and like my family they did not want me to go to hair school they're like you're not gonna make any money okay I don't think people know this the hair industry grossed more money than they ever have during COVID they're an 86 billion dollar industry now like you make wow. money. Haircuts are like $55 a person. Colors are starting mm-hmm. at 200 now. Like we're making that money. Like I, I'm making money. I'm not worried about the money. And like, it never was about the money for me. Everyone's always like, well, you can make more money doing this. You're so smart. You could do this. You could do this. You could do this. My family was just so disappointed. They're like, you can go to marketing, accounting, all these things and make so much more money. And I'm like, I don't care about the money. I want a job where I'm going to be happy the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Thank you. It's also about like the right place, like wherever you get um, your job within, like in the cosmetology industry, like also a deciding factor. Because I know a lot of very high end like hair places. And see, I'll and be they... at one of those. I've already been hired on at a salon. What? I've been hired is... for two months and I don't even graduate until the end of September. What the heck? That is awesome. Congrats. Thank you. I will be working in OKC. We're in Penn Square Mall right now. It's a family-owned salon. But at the beginning of January, we are going to be moving to downtown OKC in the tunnels. Wow. Yeah, so uh, I'm about to be making money. We're in, like, a lawyer's office and stuff. Like, (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. And eventually, I will open my own salon. It's just a matter of getting there. It's not the right Mm -hmm. time yet, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, of course. Yeah, you're you're still young, but like right. it's good that you're thinking like way ahead like that. Always. You always yeah. gotta have that plan. Yeah. What did you do to get to where you are now? And I feel like we kind of already answered this question, but if you wanted to say anything else about it, go ahead. Um, I guess I'm gonna take it a bit of a different direction. I feel like the really the main factor that got me here is perseverance. I mean, I've been through so much in my life and like I've just had to learn to like keep a smile on my face and keep going. Like I've lost both my parents now on the same day, five years apart. Mm -hmm. And um, like that takes a big toll on you. I had started hair school and in my first week of hair school, my dad passed away on the five year anniversary of my mom. Mm -hmm. I only missed two days of school the day he died and the day of the funeral. 
and like a lot of people were just like I don't understand how you do that and I'm like persevere you have to move on like every day is a new day life is too short to like Mm -hmm. sit back and like you know just be mopey and sad like I have my moments yeah but in the day every day is a new day every day is valuable Mm -hmm. time is precious and um I mean you have to you have to persevere through things and that's like the main thing that has gotten me to where I am is just perseverance I've had to have that perseverance I mm-hmm. mean, I didn't have that mental, like, capacity, like, st- stability that I have right now. Um, there's there's no way I could do it. Like, I've had too much go on like that. I've been having health problems really bad. And, I mean, I'm just, I, I smile no matter, like, how bad it is, how much I'm hurting. You have to smile. You have to continue with your day. And that's how I look at it. Someone's having a worse day than me. Why, why can't I try to make their day better than mine? You know? Mm-hmm. So that's fine. No, you are very, very tough. I remember in high school, a lot of me and my friends would always talk about that. And I heard one person say it was on like America's Got Talent, believe it or not. And this girl who had cancer went and sang and they were like, how are you able to just do this and with a smile on your face? And she was like, well, you can't wait for life to not be hard to be happy. That's so true. So, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't be where you are today if you just let yourself crumble. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. I'd be miserable. Didn't you write your um, salute? No, you were valedictorian at White B. Didn't you write it on Perseverance? Yes, yes, I did. When yeah. I was grade, I wrote my speech <laughs> on Perseverance. I still live by that. Like, I still live <laughs> persevering. Like, already at the mind of a freaking 13-year-old, 13, 14-year-old, I already still had the same mindset I do today, and it's only gotten stronger. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. A lot of people struggle to find their sense of self, and that's a very big accomplishment that you have going on right now. Thank you. I, I definitely am very comfortable in my own skin. I don't care what other people think of me, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I I pride myself in, you know, I'm, I'm Lainey Hit. I don't care what you think of me. Yeah. I'm, I'm content with myself, and that's all that should matter. Mm-hmm. What does your typical work day look like? So right now, since I'm still in school, I get there at nine and I work on clients um, until 4.30 every day, uh, five days a week. I have weekends off my work day right now. And then I come home, um, I'll usually cook dinner. I make candles, um, do a little like extra activity stuff. like a big thing is like marketing. I have to promote my businesses online and stuff. And that's, that's the mm-hmm. hard part. It's just like your marketing. And I do a lot of that at home. I do a lot of it when I'm on lunch. If I have openings mm-hmm. and stuff, I call people. I mean, I'm always hustling. Right. That you have to. But I mean, typical day for me. I mean, you know, I get there at nine. I'm working all day long. Like as today, I mean, I didn't even get my lunch because I worked the entire day. I was booked. There was yeah. no, no chance of me getting a break. And mm-hmm. that happens. And that's hard. That's, like, one thing that's really hard about being, like, a hairdresser. They always tell you, remember to eat. Don't forget to eat. Don't forget to eat. Because really, mm-hmm. you get so caught up working on your clients, you do forget about your own self. I mean, you don't even get to sit down. So by the end of the day, your feet are killing you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. yeah, a typical day for me is very busy. Wow. Well, I feel like I would ask the question, like, how do you – after all of that, go home and then make candles and all that. But I mean, as like a person who 
just kind of follows their passions as well, it's really easy to do when you're just really like passionate about it. So right. it's and probably just fun. I don't like not doing anything. Like I, I always have to be doing something. That's just mm-hmm. how I am. And I have my days where I crash out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like passed out. I'm like, I'm exhausted. But, yeah. Um, I've had to learn here recently, especially with like my health problems and stuff. It's okay to just sit back and take that time for yourself. And that's been really hard for me. Um, mm-hmm. I actually just took a month off from school because I'd gotten so bad and like sick. And, mm-hmm. um, that was the hardest thing for me. Cause I mean, you know, me, you know, I don't miss, I don't like missing things. I always mm-hmm. like being very active and it had gotten so bad. Like I was like, I can't, I, I'm going to have to take this time for myself. I've had to take mm-hmm. the time to go get massages. I've had to take the time to go to the doctors. I've had to take the time just to lay down and binge watch TV shows. Cause you know, yeah. it's necessary. You need it almost. Yeah. Self care sure. is really important. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of things that have sacrificed my mental health. I've just, like, broken down crying before over, like, trying to learn a song. It's been that bad. Right. So I definitely something similar with hair. Um, I had one day I worked all day my normal hours, and then I came home, and I had um, a client come in who um, couldn't come during the regular hours. And I did a hair color on him, but it was, like, a specialty color. So it was, mm-hmm. like, a three-hour color plus the process and then wow. all that and I did other stuff and then like I had another person too I didn't get done until four in the morning I went to bed got back up went to work again at nine so oh I- my gosh <laughs> yeah oh my who wants their haircut that late listen some people <sighs> work some people work all day and they can't come in until later like think about wow. like your oil field workers they're not getting off work until like six thirty at night okay then they mm-hmm. got to drive. All the businesses are closed, you know? I mean, wow. you got to know people. You'd be surprised. I do people's hair all the time at night. I do people's facials at night. I do all sorts of stuff. Like, it happens. You get events where people need, like, prom hair and stuff, okay? Well, sometimes you got to go to them. Like, you, they can't come your regular hours sometimes. Yeah. And that's okay. And I've had to learn that because you make good money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's. I feel like that's very a very good skill to have is just being flexible and going with the flow. You can't plan everything. And I had to learn that okay. after high school. As a, like, Riley, you cannot plan everything. It's just not going to go your way. Right. <laughs> yeah. What do you love most about being your own boss and how is it difficult? So what I love the most about it is the freedom of it. I guess like my second thing about it is I've always liked being a boss. I've always liked being in charge. I've never really liked being told what to do. It, it oh, yeah. Me. I'm very <laughs> much like I have my mindset and that's what's going to happen. I've always been the one that's kind of leading the group, telling them what to do. That's just always how I've been. So I love mm-hmm. that part of it. Um, I love making people happy for sure. And other one, like big, big thing is like education on natural hair. I love teaching people how to take care of their natural hair and embracing their natural hair coming from a person who dyes their hair all the time. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Right. But my natural curl is where I was going with it. Oh, okay. My natural curl. I didn't even learn how to wear my natural curls until I was a sophomore in high school. And I wish I would have learned sooner. So that's like a big thing with me is teaching people about their naturally curly hair and how to take care of it and how to embrace it and not to just hide it with flat ironing all the time. Because Mm -hmm. so many people do because they think it's ugly. It's Mm -hmm. so common. So that's like my big passion about it. The only thing that really like is a downfall to um, being a hairdresser is that we have to pay our own insurance. 
And mm. um, for me, since I have so many health problems, I have to have a higher insurance, you know, and that's like 400 something dollars a month. Like it's not cheap. And mm-hmm. um, you also it comes with like, you know, paying booth rent if you're working for someone that's an expense every week and things like that. So that's probably the downfall of it is just that you're required to pay these extra things that other jobs sometimes provide for you um, mm-hmm. until you get like married to someone who has a job that covers you, you know, mm-hmm. that's probably one of the difficulties. And then also again, like marketing, um, getting yourself out there, that's difficult, but you have to be so like active about it. Like I'll be in public at stores or whatever and people will compliment my hair or whatever. And I'm like, thanks, I'm a hairdresser. And I give them my card. And I've gotten uh-huh. clients that way. And yeah, business cards go a long way. Definitely mm. business cards, business cards, business cards. But yeah, I would say that that's probably the biggest challenge is just the extra expenses that you wouldn't have at, say, like a company job or something. Wow. I didn't even think about the own insurance thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a big one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how has following what you want to do helped you grow? I'm happy. (laughs) I I really, I'm so happy. Um, Moving out of our hometown was the best thing for me. Um, I feel that. I literally just, I feel like I'm finally in control of my life and not other people. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm just, I really am. I'm just happy. I'm very content with life. Like I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not stuck with high school drama and all this other stuff, you know, I control who I hang out with. I control what I'm doing every day. And I love that. I I feel like I'm in a place like I'm almost starting my career fully where I could finally, you know, settle down and stuff like that's where I'm at. And I love it. I am so content right now. That is awesome. I feel like a lot of like your own business stuff can hold so much uncertainty. And it's awesome that you're finding that certainty already. And you have that certainty, you know, I've had such great results like even just like with the candle business that I just started up like I sold out in my first batch of candles in in like a week wow yeah and that was like 150 right in my pocket right there that's awesome and you make (laughs) them out of tea like what the heck I didn't know that do you advertise that um I think I've mentioned it, but I haven't hardcore advertised it. People that, like, are around me all the time know I make them out of tea, and they smell them, and they're like, you're kidding. And I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> what is the most rewarding for you within your work? Um, Again, it's just making people happy. And then, plus, I get so excited when I see other people happy. Like, that's just the biggest reward, really. I just like making people mm-hmm. happy. You know, like, people have some of the worst days, and they come in, and you can just, like, change their entire day around. That is awesome. I feel like I always want to change my hair too. And I feel just so much better once my hair just looks completely different. And you know that because like when we were young, we both right. grew up with me with short hair. And then I grew it out long when I got older and then I chopped it all off again. I had short hair too. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had really short hair me though. Too. I'm getting and my then... extensions back on Monday. <laughs> oh my gosh that's awesome you always change your hair that is definitely that's a fact yeah it's it's like blue right now I don't even know <laughs> <laughs> it's about to be peach I'm a hairdresser what can I say yeah I mean now you have an excuse so it's fine yeah, right <laughs> I gotta look presentable right so what's your definition of success being happy um I don't think it's about the money I really don't think because a lot of people define success as, oh, well, you make more money than me or 
um, who has the bigger house, who has the better car and all this stuff. That, that's not the case. Success is when you are comfortable and you are happy. Um, that's all that matters at the end of the day is if you're happy with your life and your career. Because I know so many people that just hate their jobs and like, why do you say that the money's good? The money's good. The money's good. It has good benefits. It has good benefits. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. when are you going to start your life? When are you going to start being happy? Um, mm-hmm. So I think success is happiness. If you have become happy in your life, then you're successful. Mm-hmm. That is great advice. Thank you so right. much. Of course. I had a good time and I hope I helped you out a little bit. Yeah, you did. You did. I was really struggling because I like, I need a creative outlet. And sometimes like, I just can't think of something creative. And I'm like, Riley, come on. And I'm like, I've literally been sitting here racking my brain. What is the 11th podcast episode that you could do? And I'm like, okay, okay, this might actually be a good one. And I'm super excited for it. Yeah, you chose a good one. I mean, you could also add that like, yeah, I'm only 19 years old, by the way, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) I started all this when I was still in high school. I used to cut people's hair um, in my bathroom in high school. No, I remember you'd like style everyone's hair too when we would go to like hair and makeup. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Which is funny because I'm not girly at all. Yeah. So I know you wrote a little bio that basically answers this question on our Instagram, but for our listeners who don't follow us, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you currently do. Well, I am Tori Agee. I grew up in a small town called Paul's Valley, same town as Riley, in (laughs) Oklahoma, and I started at the University of Oklahoma my freshman year, and we were sent home during March. Um, because of COVID, and so that summer there weren't a lot of jobs going on, and I was getting a little bored, so I've always loved baking, and I thought, well, let me see how this goes. Let me try to sell some cakes, and from then on, this is where I am. Um, I bake wedding cakes and special event cakes and cookies, and it's a lot of fun, and aside from that, I still attend the University of Oklahoma and I'll graduate in December with a degree in accounting. That's awesome. I remember my mom was in the cake business like when she was younger and she says it's very hard to make cakes like she I didn't know she did that. Yeah she was she had a baking business when she was kind of like in her 20s so it's been a while but yeah she used she bakes a lot she stopped having the baking business, like, when she kind of had me, but then she still made cakes for all my birthday parties, mm-hmm. so <laughs> she made, like, this huge Cinderella cake one time, because I was big into Cinderella. Yeah, I, I saw you some... made, like, a Toy Story cake. Yes, yes, that was that about was a year ago, and I'm making his birthday cake again right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was awesome! No, yes. I wish I could cook. Um, (laughs) I took a, uh, food prep and nutrition class with Mrs. Wood, um, Mm -hmm. during high school, and I am so deathly afraid of the oven. Like, I can make (laughs) things, but, like, I have to have someone else put it in the oven for me. Okay, (laughs) I don't have to. I can buck up and do it, but it's actually terrifying for me. 
I don't know why. I really don't know why. <laughs> well, I've definitely burned myself a few times. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. I don't know. When I was younger, I like wrapped my hands around a gigantic sparkler one time and just held it there. I don't know. Oh yeah, that would do it. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's trauma. <laughs> okay, so how did you learn to bake? Well, both my mom and my grandmother were always in the kitchen, so they weren't the type that would just say go in the other room I'm cooking and they didn't want me out of their way they would let me help them even if I was actually doing the opposite of helping them and, <laughs> and so I learned that way firsthand just the basics but I really really enjoyed it so I started doing it for fun I mean wow. as early as seven I, re- I made my 10th birthday cake and I was obsessed with cake boss and all the food channels so Mm -hmm. I um my 10th birthday cake it had like fondant and everything that I made it was not beautiful but I was into it (laughs) (laughs) that is so awesome to be able to like make your own cake for your birthday wow and just to see like the growth from that to where you are now making wedding cakes Yes. That is I think my awesome. younger self would be very excited if she knew that this is what I would be doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you have, like, grown. I love your Instagram. It's very – it has, like, this own aesthetic to it. And I just love everything that's going on. And to have, like, brides trust you to make their wedding cakes <laughs> on their special day – so young like that is an accomplishment in and of itself (laughs) thank you well a lot of times they don't know they don't know me when they order it and then Uh I'll show up to the wedding and I don't normally see the brides but the people look at me and they're like you made this cake oh my god (laughs) I know I look younger than I am but yeah yes this is my business thank you Wow. And I love the name, Celebratory. Like, how did you come up with that? That was actually a friend of my sister's. She came up with it, and it was great, and I just went with it. So I can't take credit for that. (laughs) No, there's nothing like it. I I think it's awesome. Thank you. So what was the process like going from baking for fun to deciding to start a business? How did you really get the word out? Well... It was, so at OU, I study accounting and business, so that helped a little bit, but it was not easy. I started with social media, Instagram, and Facebook, but, and I, you know, how Paul's Valley is, it's a really great community, and everyone Mm -hmm. helps each other, which was very helpful, but I had to take a lot of time and have a lot of, um, a lot of extra work because I didn't know what I was doing so Mm -hmm. that I'd say the entire first year was just like every holiday I I had to start from scratch on coming up with ideas of what to make and how to market it and how to take orders so it really did take me (laughs) at least a year to sort of get the groove going on posting and marketing and just making things efficiently it was a lot of fun, but I, I, I tell people often that I am not willing to work as hard as I did the first year. <laughs> <anymore>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of work. 
Yeah, I bet. I mean, you the way that you've grown, like, your business and, like, the followers and stuff since, like, it's really good growth compared to how Thank long you. you've had your business. So well, that is you. awesome. I remember when I first saw it, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, Tori started a business. And then I, like, went on Instagram. I was like, oh, my gosh, Tori started a business. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, wow. (laughs) Okay. So what would you say is the most rewarding for you within your work? I have really enjoyed the way that I've been able to form relationships with my customers. And our our town is small, but... Mm -hmm. I've met so many people that I didn't even know were here and formed relationships with them where they know me as a woman in town that has a business, not so much, oh, that's a little girl that grew up in Paul's Valley. It's mm-hmm. it's nice to have a, a different um, way of forming relationships with people more as an adult rather than them knowing who I was my whole life as I grew up. And it's also fun just to see the way that it's expanded with other people that are not just from here. I have customers from Oklahoma City and Norman and Tulsa. It's just, it's fun to have a way to meet people. Yeah, of course. My mom was a wedding planner. And yeah, the people that I've met through working with her it's been I've had a lot of very different experiences some good some bad but it's always (laughs) a fun time yes Um, do you enjoy being involved in the wedding industry Uh, I do enjoy it I like it a lot it's it's something that I didn't really knew was such a big deal and I'm sure everywhere but in Oklahoma Mm -hmm. until I was involved in it because I've gone to so many venues in Oklahoma that are beautiful and I've interacted with great photographers and florists and planners and I just this there's an entire industry right here in Oklahoma and get to follow them on Instagram and then follow me back and just keep up with each other and see each other at different weddings. Oh yeah, it's definitely a community. It's I feel like Oklahoma is one of the bigger ones, too, on the wedding business. I mean, we have, like, Brides of Oklahoma. Yes. Which I'm sure you've interacted with them. They have a huge magazine out with basically all these wedding venues and florists and all yes. of that. So, yeah. Yes. I bet it's, it's really good. fun. Yeah, I bet. It's a little more stressful than handing a cake over to a customer that comes to my doorstep. And I'm like, okay, here you go. Take yeah, it's in your hands Hope it now. makes it there. Yeah. So whenever I deliver a cake to a wedding and have to keep it intact until the cake cutting, it's a little more stressful. But again, trial and error, I have come mm-hmm. up with a system and I know what I'm doing now. And that stress is not completely gone, but most of it's eliminated. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I feel like I would be very stressed out because I've never, my mom doesn't make cakes for weddings. She's just the planner, which is very stressful in and of itself. Yes. We have to like plan everything. So we have to talk to everyone. And then if something Mm -hmm. happens, like we have to fix it. Yes. But the cake, I feel like is so central 
to a wedding that like and you only have one cake and it costs like a lot so if it if something happens it's a yes. big deal mixed with the temperatures we're having right now oh yeah a little bit scary <laughs> how do you transport that with the temperatures so well i i have learned i have a lot of structure in the tiers that i make not just to stack them but I make the tiers themselves because they're tall, mm-hmm. um, really well structured. And then I keep them in the freezer for at least two full days before I take them out to transport them. So I wow. transport them completely frozen and solid for the ride there. And then they're able to with withstand and be thawed by the time the cake cutting happens wow (laughs) that is a very good plan I didn't even think about that I was thinking you would like put them in like a portable freezer or something I have no idea I would love a freezer van but don't have that yet (laughs) yeah So have you, like, learned anything from the wedding industry, and do you have, like, any advice for other people? Well, the thing about people stressing so much about being involved in the wedding industry, it mm-hmm. is, it is, I mean, it's an honor to get to be a part of somebody's big day, and it is a responsibility, but also, I've learned not to stress about it too much, because I made it. I know all the details and anything that's a little bit off, but they, the people that ordered it and the people attending the wedding don't, they're all just so happy to Mm -hmm. be celebrating the people that they love and celebrating their own marriage that they are so happy with the cakes and they don't notice the things that we do. So Mm -hmm. do what you, you are a professional and paid to do and don't worry about the rest of it. Right. That's pretty good advice. Have you had any influences or role models that have helped you and your business grow? Yes. Well, I told you about my mother and grandmother before who helped Mm -hmm. me learn to bake. But I also have really appreciated both my mom and my dad's help with the actual business part. They both, my mom owns a business and my dad owned a business for 25 years and now he has a really good role in business now so their advice is extremely helpful and has definitely made it to where I am today they have helped me so much just thinking about things in a way that I didn't even know was important and then also they helped me financially go to business school so that helps too yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a that's a big help I bet (laughs) yes definitely wow well that is so awesome to have both of your parents within business and no baking and stuff like that um I know yeah your mom runs the vault and art gallery and so that is really really cool she's her own entrepreneur and that is awesome so I am super happy about this question because I am wondering so myself but what do you plan to do with a degree in accounting and do you know yet well I'm 
completing my degree in December. And then I'm going to continue on to be to have the master's in accounting, which will allow me to sit for the certified public accountant exams. So that's my short term plan. And I would like to go into the public accounting field. And I don't know that I would ever open up a brick and mortar bakery. But I do love doing wedding cakes so much that I would like to continue that on the weekends and part-time. Um, mm. But I, I do want to practice accounting and see where that career takes me. I don't know that I'll ever stop baking. Mm-hmm. But if I, if I stop it as being my business and my source of income, I will always have looked back and enjoy this time and also appreciate it because it's helped also teach me so much that will get me to where I want to be someday because I am baking cakes and just baking cakes and selling them but I have learned so much through running my own business that it has given me the confidence and empowered me to keep going in my education because I know that I'm capable and it's helped get me to where I am and will help me get to where I want to be in the future. Wow. That is awesome because I know a lot of like bakers in the wedding industry who that is their, you know, full-time career. And not only that, but to have two things that, you found that you like doing and want to do in the future is like incredible because I know a lot of people struggle with kind of what they want to do and to have two different things you know and actually want to do accounting because me myself do I do not like math (laughs) (laughs) so that is good for you to go into a field that makes money and that you want to go into (laughs) yes I'm really thankful to actually enjoy it we'll see how the corporate side of it is but yeah I I'm excited to see where I go with that and I can I really truly can think being in baking and running my own business to have taught me things that are going to help me in the future whether I'm baking or not yeah that is that is very awesome I am so excited to see what you do in the future, and I think you are going to be very, very successful. Well, thank you, Riley. I love that you're doing this podcast, and I am excited to see what all you come up with, too. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, I... The same with your business, with this podcast. It's very trial and error for me. <laughs> yes, yes. I've well, never done anything like this before, so. Well, you'll get the hang of it and figure out what works and what doesn't work and what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And right. That's just part of it. <laughs> right. So our very last question, what is your definition of success? Ooh, that is a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> I think that a lot of times we have this really strict definition of what success is. And I've heard the cheesy saying, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And I love baking, but it is work. 
and I <laughs> think that I love accounting, but it is work. And I think that we should be willing to work hard and strive for things. I think success is accomplishing your goals a little bit at a time and then also being content with what you have and find joy in the very present time that you're living in and not just yearning for the future and the next step. And I struggle with that, but I really think that how to become successful is to be content and not just wishing for something else. Right. That, that might have a- been a confusing. I so let me try to sum it up here. No. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know the definition of success because I think it's probably different for everybody. But to become successful, I think you have to be willing to work hard at what your goals are, not take too much at one time, just a little bit at a time, steady, and also being able to be content in your circumstances, whatever is thrown at you. And that is how you will become successful in whatever that definition may be to you. That was a really, really good answer. (laughs) I don't know. It might be confusing, but that's my best. (laughs) Yeah, that is a really great answer. I feel like I, too, am like, okay, especially with my field, like what I want to go into, I'm like, okay, there are child actors and I want to get this rolling, you know, and I need to be like, it's okay, enjoy while you're young and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. So that is a very good definition before we end I wanted to ask you did you design your own logo or did you have someone else do it well I used an app two Mm -hmm. years ago just this random app so I did design it I guess I did with with some tools like on Canva no I love Canva if any like to everyone listening if you are doing any type of graphic design for something you want to start Canva Canva. very good yeah (laughs) basically everything I design comes off of Canva so (laughs) yeah I didn't even know what it was and my sister is a teacher and she was like Tori you don't need to make your menu on a word document why don't you try Canva and I was like okay I'll try it and then I was like oh wow this is way better than writing a menu on word oh my gosh that is so funny (laughs) that's that's what I mean by you figure things out as you do them (laughs) well thank you so much for getting on this podcast thank you for asking me to I am honored yeah no I love everything that you're doing I think it's awesome I think that at such a young age, like you said, you have learned a lot and it's been very beneficial for you. And I just love the cakes and everything that you make. So, oh, and the 4th of July thumbprint cookies were really good. Oh, I'm so glad you liked them. I liked seeing them on your post. That was cool. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening to this podcast episode. I had so much fun making it and catching up with two of my oldest friends and learning a little bit more about their lives and how 
running their businesses is going. I am just so happy about this episode because it is the first episode of season two and I never even knew like I would get this far with this podcast or what it would even look like and I'm just so happy with where this is at now and I'm just super, super excited that you have decided to tune in for season two because that means that season one was not horrible. So (laughs) thank you so much. Um, if you want to go follow us on Instagram, it's at Vandyverse Podcast. That is where we post all our guest reveals, all our updates, all our thank yous to um, all of our followers and listeners. And so, yeah, I would love for you to be a part of that community. Mm-hmm.